morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris down on the Bondi beach. It's a gorgeous day. Oh my God, but I got up this morning at five o'clock. It was not so gorgeous. <laughs> you know, my house was, I think, below zero. You could have created a morgue and been, uh, put the refrigerators outside to cool the stuff down. It was so cold. Anyway, uh, the rain and the, and the beautiful morning gave way to a sunny, it's still cold day down here in the beach and there's quite a lot of people out surfing with very, very thick wetsuits on, I can pretty much assure you. And the chance of me going for an ocean swim today is zero because it just doesn't look right to come back out of it into this wind. So we're down here on the beach and well, my feet are beautifully immersing in the sand as I walk along and feeling the earth beneath my feet. I hope you can uh, feel, I hope it's clear with the wind and you're getting a good feeling of the ocean splashing in the background. Stress, tension, nervous anxiety is today's topic. So last weekend, uh, I took a journey in a car with Lotto. We went out an hour out of Sydney to get some uh, a bike fit for her. And in the process, we had to drive as I said, about an hour out of town. And um, we elected for her to drive. Now, she's a spectacular driver. She's driven all over Europe, all over Australia, never had any uh, accidents. Spectacular driver. But I think it helped me explain something. And there's a vast difference between anxiety and stress. You see, sitting in the passenger seat, a very unfamiliar place for me in any car. And I could see the road ahead. And I trust Lotta's driving. She's driven from Melbourne to Sydney and Sydney to Melbourne frequently with me sound asleep. So, you know, it doesn't keep me awake. So I didn't have any stress but I did have a deep-rooted sense of anxiety. Now, that is not about male-female drivers. She's a great driver, as good as they come. I think if I get in the passenger seat with an Uber driver, male or female, I also have a deep sense of anxiety, but I don't have stress. And I think it's important to recognize that because we die from anxiety. Very rarely we die from stress. Stress is sort of a thing that brings us, it's, I suppose you could say it's the same difference between pain and suffering as it is between anxiety and stress. Anxiety is suffering. Stress is pain. And I think we can handle stress, but we can't handle anxiety. And anxiety is in the subbrain. It's interesting because 
There was nothing to be stressed about. She was driving perfectly, but I just couldn't relax. If I was in the back seat and possibly I couldn't see the road ahead and I couldn't see the environment around me, possibly if I was in the back seat, I'd fall asleep. But I wasn't. I was in the front seat and I, in the passenger seat, and I, I just held this anxiety. It was foreboding in a way, a sense that something was going to happen, but nothing happened. There was no incident. It was safe as safe. And that anxiety can, in the end, become quite predictive because we start saying, oh, I know this is not going to work out, or uh, I know somebody else. We start second-guessing ourselves and others. So I don't think that's caused by stress. I think it's caused by anxiety, suffering, where we're just not sure. And uh, it just made me think more and more about why people get themselves into places where they uh, use emotion, where emotion is, really has no benefit, and when they don't use emotion, where emotions do have benefit. Emotions have benefit in interpersonal relationships that are personal. Emotions don't have benefits in interpersonal relationships that are business. So, and I, I agree with you, I'm, you're going to say, well, there are some business relationships where emotion's important, and there are some times in a personal relationship where the lack of emotion's important, and I think it's all true. But emotion is stress. Stress and emotion is one topic. Anxiety goes below that into a deep core of subconscious foreboding. And it's from there that most illness and the attack on the human immune system, which is going to be the topic of our whole July, the immune system of the human body and how to build it and not become dependent on injections and what have you for our only immune immunity to COVID and what have you. Anxiety breaks down the body's resistance to anything because it's sustained, it's subliminal, it's subconscious and quite often we don't even know it's there. It's why when we do the back on track process, the month, 30 day challenge for a month, we signal up some red flags and we say, these are the red flags that reveal not stress, they reveal anxiety. Now, overcoming anxiety, how do I overcome anxiety sitting in the front seat of the car, is usually environmental. It's moved to the back, Consciously overcoming anxiety is nearly impossible. Consciously overcoming anxiety in the car might have meant getting in the driver's seat and just getting out of the environment that was giving me anxiety, whatever it was, wherever it came from. 
But it's very funny because as we're driving along, we turned a corner and the words came out my mouth, hold on. And Lottie was holding the steering wheel and I had nothing to hold on to and I don't know where the words came from. Well, do I? They're the exact words my mother spoke as we turned a corner when I was three years old, two and a half years old, just before she fell out of the car. Funny, isn't it? Anxiety, it comes from such deep places inside our DNA, such deep places inside the memes that run us inside our brain. And sometimes we can do something about it, but very rarely can we do can we do heart surgery on ourselves? Very rarely is that possible. It's wiser to ask somebody to do heart surgery on us and therefore sometimes you need to sit down with a, with a set of, uh, with a sheet of paper, a set of columns with somebody, typically me, a coach, in your coaching session and process some of your anxiety, some of your deep-seated or triggered red flags. I think that's a healthy thing to do because no matter how much you expand in the material world, you also expand back into your own dirty laundry or unfinished business. And the more of that unfinished business you can process, the less anxiety you have. And I think therefore, the healthier you are. This is Chris, have a beautiful day. Hope you can hear the waves crashing in the background. They're very beautiful. Bye for now.